Welcome to Shark Select. Welcome to Shark Select, the gaming podcast equivalent of trying to write a choose-your-own-adventure which is hosted on Twitter. I am your host as ever, Winstorf, and I am joined by my co-hosts, it's Ryan. Hello. Hello. And it's also Shji. Shalom. Show. Mosseltoff. Uh, how are we doing? Alright. Yeah, are we all, no one got Covid yet? No, not yet. Ryan, any signs of Covid? No. I've got fucking loads of it, but no, I'm joking, I've not. Um, so obviously we are we have not locked down. We are still recording. <clears throat> so as the as the world slides into the apocalypse, all the like level pit boys will be able to tune into our frequency. And those coughs that Craig's doing aren't COVID coughs. No, no, they're just my regular everyday yeah. coughs. It's a, it's a cough that is out for like eighteen months now. No, it's like reflux. Never I laugh too much, I get reflux and it makes me cough. I'm sure. Keep clearing my throat, yeah. <clears throat> it's a rathbone curse. Our whole family's got it. Need to do it again now. Because <coughs> you draw my attention to it. Um, but as I was saying, yeah, and once the apocalypse happens, everyone can use their pick boys to find our frequency. And they'll find me and Ryan Skeleton that's just stooped over a footstool. <laughs> uh, the mic's still on. And um, I don't know, they might find Jews. They'll find Craig Skeleton bent over the footstool and <laughs> yes. stood behind him. Yeah, we went out in style. <laughs> Ooh, it's time for Ryan's surprise! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got a very special surprise for you today. Bend over. Ryan's meat staff. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. <clears throat> that was... Um... Speaking of surprises. Oh, well. Too early. No, not too early yet. <laughs> Don't be uh, shooting your load just yet, Ryan. There's a lot more to come yet, so as to speak. So, first of all, let's get our promotional material done and dusted. You can find us on Twitter at ShartSelectPod. This is the main way to speak with us. Uh, we use Stu as a kind of conduit. Mm-hmm. Why well, so he speak to Stu and then Stu sort of gets possessed by the spirit of Shark Select? Oh, right. So he could be sat watching telly or his eyes would roll his back as Indy or something. Like that, and he just responds on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> no one knows quite how it happens. I think it's what to do with the wizards. Uh, but there you go. So yeah, Stu's on, Stu's on Twitter at Shark Select Pod. Have a chat with him. He tends to post lots of memes and things. We're also Shark Select on most of the socials. I'm guessing we've all got a bit more time at home these days. Does that you work have. for you, Stu? I don't know. I've got to say, it doesn't really work for you, does it? Yeah, you're you're an IT gremlin, aren't you? I've got to send all the fucking equipment out to make sure everyone can work from home. <clears throat> you're in an empty office, pretty much by yourself at this point. Then. Yeah, I'm sat in the corner of my bedroom That's on a the garden best way chair. to be. Yeah, true. Don't want COVID nineteen, do we? And of course, the main thing that I to mention as well, the Apple Podcasts. Find us on there. Give us a review. It makes us look good. Um, Spotify. If you subscribe to us on Spotify, it's good for us, isn't it? Yeah. Doesn't it? Doesn't it push us up in some kind of algorithm? Yeah, puts us higher up on the recommended. Oh, the, uh, yeah, the algorithms. The algorithms. When you save the environment with ex Vice President Alan Gore, uh, yeah. this is what happens there. I assume his name's Alan or Alec. I don't fucking know. It's just might just be Al. Yeah, he's just Call Christian me Al. Al. Yeah, call me Al. 
Anyway, uh, and of course, most importantly thing to mention, the most importantly thing to mention, what the fuck am I on about, is uh, Patreon. We are now on Patreon. We have been for a couple of weeks now. We've got a so- couple of lovely patrons to whom we thank with all our hearts. If you can, if you do feel like you want to uh, bung a couple of dollaroos into Stu's money hole, mm-hmm. uh, obviously if you can afford it, not everyone can. A lot of people are spending all the money on hand sanitizer and toilet roll. But if you're not, and you're feeling generous, then please go to patreon.com forward slash shat select. We've got three different tiers, and we would be super grateful if you could do that for us. Yeah, you get uh, nice little bonus content as well, the drip yeah, tray. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, the drip tray being our bonus episode that comes out once a week. It's um, a short but sweet, off-the-cuff sort of episode. The one for this week is hilarious, so uh, if you're a Patreon, Patreon, if you're a Patreon patron, then good on you. Say we got say we got other treats as well, haven't we, Stu? You can get yeah, mentioned you get, in the You get go the uh, cold intro early. Yes, God help you all. Uh you get the cold intro, you get obviously mentioned in the episode and in descriptions, which yep. is important. We want you to get some credit for obviously you are now contributing to the podcast, which makes you part of Shart Select. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and if you Shartists, if you will. Oh, Shartists. You are yeah, they are enabling our shart. Mm. Um also, there's many other goodies. You, if you pay $10 a month, if you're some kind of richie rich, you get a job in the Wizard's Tower and the T-shirt. Should the T-shirt say, I have a job in the Wizard's Tower? That'd be cool, wouldn't it? 9 to 5 Wizard. Yeah, 9 to 5 Wizard. But anyway, there you go. Uh, naturally, all the money you, you donate to the podcast gets recycled back into the podcast. We get better sound equipment, look at advertising and things like that. Uh, we don't all spend it on, like, Bum plugs. Uh, bum plugs. Penny sweets. <clears throat> Penny sweets. Jewel encrusted flashlights. Nothing like that. <laughs> On the inside. But, yes, they're not comfortable. But, <laughs> but, but boy, are they eccentric. Uh, there you go. Eccentric flashlights. Fine ivory bum plugs. Oh, yes, from the Orient. I got a shipment of fine ivory bum plugs from the Orient. They came wrapped in silk sheets and adorned with spices. Uh, nothing, <laughs> nothing like that, nothing like that. <clears throat> it all goes back into the podcast. So, yeah, I mean, obviously that should come as no surprise with us being three honest, thick boys. But you tell you what, it does come as a surprise. What? What is it, Ryan? Is it my surprise? It's Ryan's surprise! <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> got excited there. Uh, yeah, so the surprise this week, <clears throat> I've got two special guests for you. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who are they? We've got uh, Professor Ryan here and also Captain Cringe. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Do they have voices? No. <laughs> <laughs> How do we know which one's speaking then? Because it depends which one you want to see first. I'm guessing Professor Ryan's might be easier First, and then we can finish with the Captain Cringe. Yeah, all right, back to it. <coughs> so, all right, Ryan, hit us with your guests. <laughs> all right, so first we'll go to the uh, the Wizards' uh, laboratory. Oh. See uh, Professor Ryan's at work. He's got <coughs> five interesting science facts for you. Fucking sick. Let's go oh, and no, see him. six. Oh. Six, yeah. Ooh, bonus. Yeah. And then uh, we'll see Captain Cringe in a minute doing some <laughs> ungodly thing in the uh, garden, probably. Is Captain, is Captain Cringe not just you? No, no, this is a lot worse. <laughs> oh, my oh, God. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, uh, look, it could be Stu. <laughs> yeah, my God. I'd like that. Uh, yeah, let's just say it is Stu. <laughs> the story would be funnier. So, uh, 
just some random facts I found for you while I was uh, searching the web. Uh, so the plagues that wrecked havoc in Europe during the Middle Ages that killed millions of people made 10% of, Europe, of Europeans immune to the HIV virus. No way. Yeah. You don't and, hear um, that. The individuals in question carry a genetic mutation known as CCR5-A32, which prevents the virus from affecting the immune system. Well, Professor Ryan, one almost say these uh, bubonic rats were all as bad as they were chalked up to be. Oh. Clearly, it was a campaign against them by the government. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, the human eye has a resolution of 576 megapixels. Oh. Is that like 4K? <laughs> no, no, it's like... <laughs> I only like... asked right, because my eyes are shite. Mine are like 640 by 48, you know. I need to, uh, <laughs> I need to put my glasses on to even make it 1080i. It's terrible. <laughs> it's in terms of a camera lens, Craig. <laughs> I know. Do you, do you remember in college when we were doing web design and you were like saying, oh, you have to build it to... 640 by 480 because that's the standard resolution. Yes. That's how long uh, ago we were doing that shit. <laughs> yeah, that was literally the early 2000s. I remember when we first first went up to, um, what's the resolution? Is it 10, 1080 by 760? Yeah. Something, 768. 1028. 1028. 1024 by 768. That was it. 768. Yeah, when we went up to that from 800 by 600, like, whoa, yes, check this out. And now, <laughs> now I'm in 3080 by 2160. I remember one of my first PCs couldn't run the cutscenes in Red Alert 2. So I upgraded it with 256 megabytes of RAM. <laughs> and the, oh, the power. I was playing with fucking fire, I was, let me tell you. I stole the fire from the gods. I was like, fucking Hephaestus. All right, Ryan, what have you got for us? on. Professor Ryan, what have you got? So 75 of the world's food stocks is made from 12 plants and five animal species. Oh, isn't it? <laughs> I guess it is when you think about it. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> you ever tried eating human, Professor Ryans? Mm, no. You're a scientist, aren't no. you? I mean, you wouldn't do that, would you? No, Ryan would. <laughs> What's in that tank over there, Professor Ryans? Penis. <laughs> 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 Professor Ryans is weird. <laughs> Carry on. Uh, so, you know, you know Lake Superior? Lake Superior? Yeah, I don't know where it is. I've heard of it, though. <laughs> wow. It's in America good, somewhere. Good science, Professor Ryan. <laughs> Let me have a look at you. Uh, so it's not on the... Um... Carry on. Well, you have a look at that, and I'll bring yeah, up the on. next one. You tell us the story. We'll start with the Lake right, Superior. Um, <clears throat> the nuclear bombs that detonated in 1945 are the reason why experts can detect a fake oil paintings. Isotopes such as strontium-90 and cesium-137 that can be found in oil did not exist in nature before the bombings. So if a picture contains these isotopes, you can safely say it was painted after 1945. Fucking hell. Weird. Yeah, that is interesting. I mean, it's had a big effect on the art world, Mm. even bigger effect on uh, Nagasaki and Hiroshima, arguably. But, uh, wow, that's weird, isn't it? That's even nearly as weird as Shard Select, and we are pretty weird. So Lake yeah, Superior, North America, yeah. Is, um, it is shared by the Canadian province of Ontario to the north and the US state of Minnesota to the west right, okay. and Wisconsin and the upper peninsula of Michigan in the south. So Lake Superior 
is has an island which has a lake, which has an island which has a pond, which has a boulder. So when the pond floods, it becomes the largest lake in the largest. It becomes the largest island in the largest lake on the largest island in the largest lake on the largest island in the largest lake on the world. <laughs> nice. <laughs> now I've played Red Dead Redemption Two, right? I can mm. guarantee you that under that boulder in the middle, you find some gold bars. If there's if there's any of those fucking treasure hunting puzzles on Red Dead Two, that's exactly the kind of shit they would put. And also, I've played Empire Total War, and I know I know where you mean. I know where that is. That's the Jamiroquai territory. You have to go in there with your red coats yeah. and see them all. Jamiroquai. Yeah, Jamiroquai territory. Oh, right. You go in oh, there. Yeah, there it's just it. near Quebec, isn't it? If yeah, I'm, you got I'm it. Thingy map. You got it. Yeah, and there's loads of like um, all the red coats are shooting at Jamiroquai, and it's just like like doing virtual insanity and just like dancing around you. You can't defeat him. You can never defeat the funk. But uh, there you go, Lake Jamiroquai. I always called that. And one of the lakes looks a bit like a willy. Oh right, yeah. <laughs> All right then, back on schedule. Yeah. Um. So, uh, I've got a couple more for you. So, astronomers report that the, the repeating fast radio burst or FRB, namely FRB one thousand one one eight zero nine one six, is the second such FRB precisely located and origin originated from a medium sized spiral galaxy five hundred million light years away. <laughs> Mass Effect, you reckon? Could well be. Could it be Dad Shepard? Could be. Oh, it's true. If it was Dad Shepard, you would move heaven and earth to get to him, wouldn't you? I would. I'd be the first on that spaceship. Yeah. He'd probably just badass kick you out of the fucking airlock or something like that. It'd be worth it, though, wouldn't it? You're not a member of his family. You're not Garrus. <sighs> Come and sit on my knee, Garrus. Um, sit on Daddy's knee. <laughs> <laughs> So it's uh, the f- it was the first F FRB discovered. Um, today, it- oh, 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 where am I going? Professor Ryan's crashed. Yeah, right. it's the first FRB observed to have a to have a regular period period is periodicity period periodicity periodicity. Yeah, yeah. So well, that's weird, isn't it? It is weird. What the fuck is it? Where's it Why coming it- from? Yeah, yeah, who is it? Yeah, I wonder <laughs> if it was like actual like chart select. I think it's the wizards. How many light years away is it? Uh, 500 million light years away. So it could be fucking dead anyway. Oh, yeah, exactly. If there was uh, aliens looking at us from 6 million light years away, they'd be looking at dinosaurs. Yeah. Yeah, true. <laughs> I like that we Stu sounded really disappointed about that. Oh, they could be dead anyway. <laughs> Fuck's sake. <laughs> like, Stu was all ready to go up there and find out. He's like, oh, never mind. It's not worth it. <laughs> they could be dead. In time, word. Time's oh, fucking yeah. backwards, isn't it, man? I mean, we've been doing this podcast for more than a year. It doesn't feel like it, does it? No, it's Old fucking bizarre. Time, um, fucking everyone. Well, it's like it's like Ryan's uh, science theory from a couple of weeks back, which I'm guessing you stole off Professor Ryan's. A proportional theory. Yeah, yeah. And this is why he's here now because you found out you stole from him. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> he's got to stick a test tube up your bum later. <laughs> And that'd smash it. Ooh, enough of that. Right, move one on. One man, one jar. Together. Oh, no, let's not. Move on. Have you yeah, seen that? One man, no, one jar. I don't want to see it either. It sounds fucking awful. Do you know what else is fucking awful? Do you know what else is fucking awful? <laughs> Go on. Captain Cringe. Oh, thank God for that. Save us, Captain Cringe. Yeah. Stu, we don't actually describe what it is on the podcast. We don't want to know. <laughs> Why not? So this, this, uh, just ignoring Stu. This could be... Uh, one of you guys, anyway, that's wrote this. I found it on Reddit by um, Shart underscore Destroyer. Mm. Okay, it could be mm. us, yeah. yeah. So, I, so 
Um, where it says I, I'm like, should I replace it with Stu? <laughs> uh, since Stu is Captain Cringe now. No, as in the story that I'm about to read. Yeah, replace it with Stu, yeah. Replace it, it with more, Stu. Makes it more realistic. <laughs> All right, okay. So this is a, um, a story from um, Forrest, uh, our, for, our, our Cringe on Reddit by Shart underscore Destroyer. And it's pretty cringy. Okay, my pummel's ready for the <laughs> yeah. uh, cookering so, it's about to do. Uh, may, God, may God forgive me for what I have done. My dad used to rent a house in a fairly upscale part of town when I was in my mid-teens, where part of the rental agreement involved monthly property inspections conducted by the leasing managers. Okay. The day of inspection would usually swing between the small window of days near the end of the month and with minimal notice, but we all knew to keep the house nice and tidy around that time. Okay, yeah. Straightforward so far. So one month in particular, the property inspection was due to land somewhere near the end of the summer vacation. So so I was most likely going to be at home when it happened. The month's end came and went, yet the property managers hadn't hadn't notified my dad of an inspection to come. My assumption was that they were going to skip this month due to their positive record of upkeep or some unforeseen circumstance on their end. So I went on with my days like normal teenage boy would. Furiously masturbate until the tip of my dick was a swollen purple like a Chinese eggplant. <laughs> Sniping hookers in from the roof from the rooftop in San Andreas, eating copious amounts of junk food and spray painting the downstairs toilet bowl with fiery hot magma shits caused by too much spicy Doritos and Caribbean jerk hot wings. You don't have to say this is stew. This is stew. Life was good for now. Uh, Tuesday morning came, the last of which before summer's end. The songbird began to coo its solemn song from amongst the treetops outside my window, gently beckoning, beckoning me from my slumber. The house was empty. All its residents were off about their day, working, travelling, visiting with family, all except for me. I decided to seize this rare, rare opportunity for a bit of self-exploration. Oh, God. What does that mean? Free, free the fear from being seen or heard. You see, friends, after weeks of physical preparation and conditioning, I was ready to do what I had never been able to do before, to do what most men can only dream of (laughs) and fewer can claim to have experienced. I was going to finally do what every horny teenage boy across time and space would risk herniating a spinal disc for. Today, I was going to suck my own dick. (laughs) Stew, mate. This is, it's, it's, yeah, I must admit, it's not actually from um, Reddit. This is from Stu's uh, journal. Stu's new biography. It's coming up by Stu. Yeah. <laughs> I decided it's best to prepare both physically and mentally before undertaking this endeavour. I went over to the bathroom across the hall from me and began to clear my bowels of fiery impurities before taking a moment to meditate and find my centre during a warm shower. (laughs) As the white noise washed away the world around me and the sun's rays began to shimmer through the dimpled glass window above me, I could see the challenge before me as it began to unfold. I I could see the challenge before me unfold as it began to manifest within my mind's eye. (laughs) After exiting the shower, I began to walk towards my room 
hair still wet and a heart full of iron. <laughs> <clears throat> the magnitude of the situation was not lost on me. I had, I set a light playlist of Miles Davis selections on shuffle and at medium volume and briefly burned an Egyptian cotton-scented incense before making my descent onto the rug beneath me. A moment of light stretching before cranking my thighs above my head. <laughs> Careful not to injure myself, I slowly began lowering my legs into position. As my pink veiny dick began to inch towards me, the anticipation was of equal parts anxiety inducing and intoxicating as the end was in sight. Now is the time. <laughs> my bloated cockhead was just about to reach the entrance of my mouth when the door slowly creaked open. <laughs> a fear paralysed me into position as my eyes fixate on the threshold in front of me. It was the fucking property managers. <laughs> they had got my dad's permission to use their spare key to enter the house. <laughs> oh, hi. <laughs> hi there. <laughs> Hello there. <laughs> Both women stood there in the doorway as my raging fucking boner was about to fuck my own face <laughs> while I was bent over like a motherfucking donut. <laughs> The women stood in horror. Uh, Shit, sorry, one of them quickly replied before slamming the door shut. I lowered my legs and lay there in silence as... uh, (laughs) I lowered my legs and lay there in silence. The property manager stood in the hall, completely silent and still. I could see their heels and leather shoes through the cracks beneath the door. Still in silence, they walked across the hall to the bathroom to continue the the inspection. The toilet bowl opens. Oh, gross. I forgot to flush the fucking toilet while exploding my ass before taking the shower. Both women immediately turned and left the front door, abandoning their duties and leaving the remainder of the property unassessed. During our next inspection, I jumped over the fucking brick wall next behind the house to hide out until the manager's left. I have not spoken of this since, but I often see glimpses of the day. In my darkest of dreams. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. I mean, <laughs> where the fuck do you go from there? <laughs> you know what I would have said? Oh, I just fell. I stripped and yeah. fell. I'm getting out of the shower and I slipped and I went up against the wall and ragdolled like yeah. in Rainbow Six 3 and just gave him a man donut and I've been stuck ever since. I'm glad you came, really. Could you help me? <laughs> just give me a push with your shoe. Don't worry about it. Oh, it's fucking cringe. Oh, dear. Oh, my Thanks God. That's a cringe. Yeah, cheers, yeah. Jim. <laughs> Love me to share some more stories out of Stu's journal next week. Yeah, Stu's diary. <laughs> oh, my God. Ugh. I feel <laughs> dirty now. <laughs> So speaking of, um, what was it, engorged heads inches from someone's face, let's talk about the uh, neck, the subject of this week's main feature, which is weird weapons. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was that a good enough segue? Yeah, I'll do. Let's fire him out. Oh, my God, that was something else. <laughs> you like that one? Oh, my skin was crawling all the way through it. It was terrible. <laughs> yeah. Well, listeners, I hope you enjoyed that, and you weren't listening to it with your parents or grandparents. I know we're all under lockdown at the moment, but maybe that might be a step too far. <coughs> okay, so yeah, this week's main feature we're talking all about weird weapons. We talk about our favourite weapons. This isn't our favourite weapons. This is weird weapons. It literally describes itself, doesn't it? Yeah, weirdest weapons in video games. Yeah, well done, Ryan. And away we go. Who's going first? Stu, do you want to go first? Uh, yeah, I'll go with the Saints Row dubstep gun. Oh, that is a good one to start with. Go it's on. also very powerful when you upgrade it fully. Yeah. <clears throat> so you like, shoots dubstep. 
in a visual <laughs> form at people, and it makes everybody dance in the nearby area. And does it make cars jump up and down and explode? Yeah, the suspension goes up and down, doesn't it? And then, but and then, but if you hit anything with the wubs and the dubs, yeah. uh, it explodes. I mean, dubstep was something which, like, for a brief window, was the only music in existence. Yeah, Skrillex is a uh, all the rage and stuff. Yeah, since remember me and Stu went to the Tesco Express near where he lives. Well, he used to live with his parents many moons ago, and we just turned the, his car radio on and the. Famous British disc jockey Tim Westwood was on with some dubstep. I mean, she sat there for several minutes, like, is this a alternate dimension where people drowning a Mega Drive sound chip is music? <laughs> <laughs> and there's Westwood going on about break the glass because he's not allowed to say drop the bomb anymore and things like that. It's like, what is this world we live in? <laughs> it was very strange, but and that was all encompassed in the dubstep gun. Yeah. Uh, what about the. Uh... <clears throat> GTA San Andreas, and also this was on Saints Row as the penetrator. The big dildos? Yeah, in San Andreas it was just a regular old dildo, wasn't it, as I recall? Regular 12-inch dildo. Yeah, and in Saints... <laughs> yeah, yeah, military issue. And in the Saints Row it was a bat with a dildo on the end, wasn't it? No, it was a, it was a whole dildo, but it was, it was like three foot long. That was the one, yeah. Uh, and you could as long go, as your leg. You could just go around just caving people's heads in with a rubber willy. Yeah, uh, remember the head at the end was, was like... I'd pro- Phys- physics properties. Yes, it wobbled about. Yeah, <laughs> and the balls wobbled about. Yeah, that's right. It which reminds me of that bit off the end of Borat, where the, his, his one-armed friend in Kazakhstan's got a fisty dildo attached to his uh, attached to yeah. his upper arm. Yeah, uh, yeah. dildo. Sorry, I called the dildo bat was really powerful, wasn't it? It was good. You could take people down with one hit on Saint Row with it, <laughs> and it was hilarious. Saint Row guy storming around going. Start shouting things like, come in my boots, and hitting people with a rubber willy. Cave someone's head in with this, with the big plastic cut. <laughs> yeah, that was really weird. Um, Saints Rose kind of made a good impression on the on the games industry in this way, hasn't it? Next up, I suppose, going back to one of the uh, one of the oldest weird weapons in games. It's the sheep slash super sheep, try and say that quickly, from Worms. There's also the old woman in Worms as well. Yeah, she was fairly similar to the sheep, I think, wasn't she? Yeah, she just muttered and just walked just walked really slowly and then just blew up. I think it was like a holy hand grenade-sized explosion. Yeah, did she have a little Zimmer frame? Yeah. And the sheep hopped, so it was really quite random. It could end up going anywhere. It could come back at you. If you yeah, want. yeah, it always used to come back at us. We didn't they? At least have a... Me and Stuart used to have a name for them. It was a Robbie sheep. It was named after our dog back in the day yeah your late dog Robbie who was a legend yeah um, so that they were the sheep that bounced straight away and then they just hit something and then bounced straight back at you and yeah. then they got stuck <laughs> running against your worm so you couldn't yeah. actually um, yeah and you, you just you, ended up blowing up, blowing yeah. up yourself right? you knew to progress the game you were gonna have to take the hit weren't you yeah it's like fuck's sake <laughs> so yeah the sheep absolute classic I had worms on the mega drive right so I could never actually save the teams when I edited them it's really annoying because I really wanted. It had the choice to edit the teams, but it never. You couldn't save it. It was really. Yeah, loads of teams saved on uh, the PlayStation one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We got the PS one version later. We got it in a double pack with Hogs of War, which was also a very good game. <clears throat> so that was a good little selection. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So what? 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 Stu, do you want to? Do you want to name the next one? Yeah, uh, Mister Toots from um, Red Faction Armageddon. Mm, was that the unicorn? 
Yeah, so the unicorn that you hold under your arm and you pull his tail up and he shoots rainbows out of his arse. Nice. It sounds like a metaphor for Shout Select, really, doesn't it? Yeah. <clears throat> uh, what, what did the rainbows do on contact? Did they explode? Um, just there was like a laser beam on it. Yeah, there's like a laser beam. It just disintegrate because obviously it had the um, red faction staple of destroying stuff. It just disintegrate like whatever it was shooting it at. Ah, right. Yeah, let's say I did like that weapon. That was probably the best thing about that game, to be fair. Because the rest of it, I didn't think was that good. It's the same for Armageddon, where all the other games have been pretty much open world, so they put it in tiny corridors underground. <coughs> yeah. The last mm. one. Yeah, it's a bit of a weird choice, really, isn't it? Maybe they were trying to recapture the PS2 original with the claustrophobic Yeah, but then tunnels, they kept but... the third person, which doesn't work in enclosed spaces. No. You'd be able gun that could repair stuff. So you could destroy something, repair it, and destroy it again. Yeah, but it's just a bit... Eh. It's all right for a single playthrough. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it was the worst thing in the world. It's just uh, not great, was it? Ryan, what's your thoughts? Well, Saints Row. I want the next weapon. Ha-ha! <coughs> uh, we've got... Well, I put. I just added in there Red Alert 2. The, uh, <laughs> the nuke. Yeah! <coughs> That's right, yeah. Like well, 10 minutes till nuclear launch. She's like, oh, sh- this, you're going to fucking. The Allies are going down now. My Soviet nuke's ready to go. I'm going to drop it on the base, wipe them out in a shot. You drop it on the base, it destroyed one building. And for about two seconds, anything stood near it died. <laughs> yeah. What kind of nuke's that? Yeah, it's just a tiny little nuke, like. And then, like, three or four men had turned green and melt, and then that was it. Yeah, it's like a little puffball, wasn't it? Yeah. It's like, is that it? What the fuck? I mean, the, like, compared to the Ion Cannon and. Um, Tiberi- in the Tiberium games it's like what the hell was that <laughs> even the allies got that cool weather control weapon <clears throat> that worked yeah well, that was still shit a little tiny storm like when that yeah. was it rain so, made it rain on some people yeah. oh no my uniform's wet now mm. I'm gonna look rubbish when I'm on the news this is what the soldiers used to shout all the army time army man army man yes you are an army man well done <laughs> what about the keyblade from Kingdom Hearts that's a weird weapon. Yeah. It's not a weapon. It's a key. <laughs> yeah, it's literally a large cartoon key. I mean, I suppose if you hit someone hard enough, you do some damage, but... I it mean... Key blade, it'd surely be like a mace. Yeah, more of a key club. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Imagine if it was actually key size and you could just put them in between your fingers and a fist. You have to yeah, punch people with them like, you know, like, <laughs> like a scally. Yeah. <laughs> Like an early 2000s scally. Ah, yeah. mate! <laughs> fucking watch this goofy lad! Let's <laughs> fucking go in and punch yeah. Jack Sparrow in the face with some keys in your fist. <laughs> scally Wolverine. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, leave Pluto alone, he's fucking sound. Don't be shader. Don't be shader! <laughs> Mickey, put your dirty yellow fingers away, stop being shader! Stop rolling up and coming out, push your <laughs> dickhead. Crash us a bifter! <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> Ryan's like, anyway, back on subjects and go around. Do you want to me to go next? What kind of dish shall I do one? No, do you want to do one? I thought I just did one. You did mm, do one. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> on a similar subject then, uh, Final Fantasy VIII, Gunblades. We talked about it before and we'll talk about it again because they don't make any sense. Um, you can't just get a pistol, whack a sword on the end of it and expect it to work. As we've said, the bullets don't go anywhere. There's no hole for the bullets. 
Unless, like Ryan said, it cuts the bullet in half or some weird shit like yeah, that. Yeah, two tiny bullets fly out. I won't mind, but the, the revolvers as well. So you must have to manually load the bullets in knowing that they're not going to go anywhere. How does it work? Mm. Sorry. Sorry, well, I got angry there. Uh, I need to take a second. Stu, quick, jump in for me whilst I'm recovering. Uh, gonorrhea dick in postal too. <laughs> yeah, put that down here, yeah. I just wrote your diseased dick. <laughs> what, Stu's diseased dick? Oh, the character. Yeah. Oh, right, fair enough. Oh, Stu, yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah the gonorrhea dick was pretty fucking gross. <laughs> Did you yeah. see he's the character? Said, oh, fuck, I've got gonorrhea, or something yeah. like that. Yeah, you take health damage when, you, when you're pissing. <laughs> it's That's like, right. it comes out all yellow and brown. Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you piss on people and make them throw up. Yeah, that's fucking awful. Yeah, the uh, diseased cowhead as well, didn't you, which did the similar effect. Yeah. That game was all kinds of fucking weird. Oh, the cat silencer, that's pretty weird. <laughs> yeah, if you want to use your M16 silence, you put a cat on the end, arsehole first, yeah. and fire bullets through the cat. And when you fire off, when, it, when you use it up, it goes, meow, and fires off. Yeah, and you can... <laughs> Splatter it on people's faces, make them throw up again. Yeah, that game was all kinds of fucking weird. You ever seen the movie? No. No, I don't want to see that either. Uwe Ball makes a postal movie. It's like, no thanks. I'll give that a miss. What, uh, what about on in Ratchet and Clank, there used to be a weapon called the Sheepinator. Okay. And in, well, in the later ones, uh, it was replaced to like other animal innators. Okay. So, like all different weird animals. So you just turn people into like sheep. Oh, that's cool. Should we didn't use that in the platformer face off thing? Yeah, maybe because I didn't realise it was in there. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we should uh, redo the whole tournament, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about the um, Saints Row 3? It was a DLC, but you could get the Shark Omatic. Oh, I don't know about that one. Tell me about it. It's just a shark gun, so he fired um he fired like fish entrails at somebody. Okay. And then a land shark came and <coughs> got him and took him away. A land shark? Yeah. That sounds fantastic. How have I not heard of this before? Yeah. Same as same as the one that was in um Armed and uh, Dangerous. Yeah. That's fucking well weird. I like that. So does the shark fly or does it just pop out the ground? No, it comes out the ground. That's well good. I love the idea of land sharks. That'd be well good, wouldn't it? Yeah, Serious Sam had a, had a shark launcher as well. So clearly shark launchers are... Um, maybe they're canon in the same universe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe they're made by, like, Colt or something like that. We've made a new weapon, shark launchers. Uh, that's just OK Boomer again from the drip tray. Uh, if you want to hear about more about OK Boomer, by the way, get following us on Patreon. $5 or more. You can hear all about it in the drip tray. The extra podcast brought to you by Shark Select. I could pay one dollar a month. Oh no, it's five in it for that one. <coughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Right. Okay. Stu, do you want to uh, name and shame one next? Yep. Um, the ridiculous weapons in Monster Hunter. Go on. They're just Talk fucking huge, aren't they? I swing yeah. the door at someone. <coughs> right. <laughs> this is this is uh, this is my short sword. It's the length of a fucking door. <laughs> you can get them like stupid maces. It's like running around with a fucking dinosaur's leg. Yeah. Okay, I've got a theory here, guys. What if they're normal-sized weapons and your character's just really, really tiny? Like he's like a little pygmy in this shadow, uses a log sword. I did play it briefly on the PSP years ago, and he did have a sword that was like a surfboard. 
So yeah, that was a kind of weird. Uh, did you play much Monster Hunt this year? Yeah, we played it really. I played a I, bit of it. It was boring. I don't really understand what it is you do on it. It's just boss battles, isn't it? Yeah, hunt, yeah, you hunt the dinosaur and then you can make a shirt out of it and then you go and fight a boss. I think. I might, I might be oversimplifying this a bit. Here, I had it on um, PSP. Yeah, I did too. We think we had it together for a while, didn't yeah, we? Fucking yeah. solid. I started again about eight times because every time I went in there, you had to kill. Obviously, you had to hunt and kill a big monster. Yeah. But you'd get on the way there, and there's some other monsters there, and they just like kill you dead quick. I was like, ah, oh, fuck this shit. <laughs> fuck this. Fuck you. There's no context behind it. Oh, there's some big monsters going to kill it. Yeah, I like a bit of narrative and a bit of universe building. Not just you're a twat going to kill some monsters. Mm. Don't you get like a pet cat person in the, uh, the new one? Oh, a cat girl, probably. <laughs> like a mascot <laughs> thing, isn't it? Little, yeah, it's like... just like a cat that wands around on like two legs and wears like a... little outfits. <laughs> like a 90s cartoon mascot, like Snarf or Slimer. Yeah. What the fuck were they? Uh, a waste of space, because kids yeah, no, apparently... Let's not get into it too much, because we can get a whole episode out of talking yeah, about yeah. that shit. Future content, future content. Don't don't give them it for free, Stu. Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Stop listening! All right, you can listen again now. Um, can I just take a minute, guys, to talk about some of the other fucking weird weapons in Final Fantasy games? I feel this needs to dress him. In Final Fantasy what? X, right, there's a bloke called Wacker who's voiced by John DiMaggio, who played Bender in Future Armor. And his weapon is a ball. Literally like a football. You've told me this. Yeah, because it's fucking stupid. He can kill a giant mosquito like, like with a, in, in, a chitinous and insectoid armour by kicking a ball at it. And just for the same context, Oren with his massive, like, Daikatana can't kill it. No, he barely does any damage. You have to wait for Wacker with his silly ginger quiff to kick a football at it. And that's not even the worst of it, guys. Another character just makes a little dolly walk up to you and hit you. I think I mentioned that. I do remember mentioning this now, but it's annoying. I do want to mention it again. You know what else there is? In Final Fantasy VII, you can use a mop as a weapon, and it's fucking well powerful. <laughs> like, more powerful than a spear that looks like it was stolen from the gods. You know what I mean? It's like, what? Comedy weapons, man. Not, yes. e- not even once. Oh, and in Final Fantasy VIII... There's a character called Rinoa who's got a dog called Angelo, right? Now, one of her Limit Break special moves is called Angelo Cannon. Can you guess what happens? Fires a fucking dog. No. The dog sits on her forearm. She grabs its front paw, its front legs, and it's a cannon. The dog fires an energy beam out of its mouth. What? No, right, okay. That's it's not even a fantasy-looking dog. It's just a regular-looking dog. It's like, what the fuck? I know Final Fantasy is a bit out there at times, but... Just wanted to mention that. I mean... Uh, A Roo. Uh, Yeah. A Roo, yeah. I don't think there's any more weird weapons, but I've just been... I just remembered the the Angelo cannon, and I've just been completely put off by it. I've got some weird weapons. Go on. What's with the fucking stick in Fable? (laughs) Oh, okay, yeah. You get a stick, and you can never drop it. (laughs) <laughs> it's the curse the curse of that stick represents Peter Molyneux's ambition <laughs> and you can never let go of it yeah oh if you do the if you do the treasure chest you get that you get this special weapon of Albion it's a fucking frying pan oh yeah what a fucking cop out but if you if you if you do it if you find the weapon after you found all the treasures then it's actually max power with five augment slots but if you dig it up before finding all the treasure maps, then you just get a shit version of it. Fuck, is it at least non-stick? <laughs> no. 
Just fucking bollocks. Fucking. He's not even T-Fal. I've said it before and I'll say it again. <laughs> fucking Peter fucking Molyneux, eh? Why couldn't you have stuck with Dungeon Keeper and Theme Hospital? They were well good. Peter mm. Molyneux. Do you remember all those promises he made? You can plant an acorn and come back to it in 20 years' time and it'll be a tree. And all this shit. It's like, where was it, Peter? Where was it? Wasn't there, was it? Man's head case. Sorry. Are you finished? Sorry, ran over. Yeah. Carry on. What's, what's with that fucking Buster Sword? Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. It's weird. That's a fucking door panel as well. <laughs> it's just a door it's panel. It's just unfeasibly car. long. It's like it's like having a matchstick to the side of a laptop. Yeah, and how does he fucking swing it round after he's done his little victory thing and then puts it in what? It just like sticks to his back. Has he got a magnet on his back or something? Well, yeah, but he can, yeah, like he can spin it around like one of them cheerleaders' buttons. Yeah, he does, I mean. yeah. And the secret is, when you hear that music, it makes you super powerful. Yeah, yeah, and because you know you've won, and you've got to get some sick experience points, so it makes you super powerful. But yeah, (laughs) that was another thing we used to do to wind the tube, but playing D and D, wasn't it? (laughs) Yeah, when we we leveled up, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) When we briefly tried our hand at Dungeons and Dragons, listeners, and a future guest and friend of ours, the tube, was trying to be the DM. He used to get really angry with us because every time we won a battle, we'd play the victory music for Streets of Rage. <laughs> da, 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 da. And then he got really angry and Stu still yeah, played we used, to, used to do We used to do the... Punk, uh, when, it, when it was yeah, a battle, Pokemon it was Pokemon battle music. Battle music. <laughs> <laughs> but it was funny that Stu played it and you could see he was about to flip the fucking table. So Stu quickly pauses it and goes, shit. <laughs> so it went, no, 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 shit. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder it didn't last very long. <laughs> what happened was we were like, "Yeah, all right, we'll stop doing the music now." And then Stu and Stu played it one more time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Oh fuck! Because one thing people learn about Stu is he doesn't know when to stop. <laughs> Stu is the Donald Trump of social engagements. <laughs> he just won't stop. <laughs> it's like Stu, why did you say that? It's like I thought it'd be funny. Could you not read the room? <laughs> <laughs> it'd be the guy that's saying. That if someone's gonna jump, Stu would say do a flip. Yeah. I was always joking, I didn't think he'd do it. <laughs> or you just sit and go <laughs> little belly laugh. Anyway, um back to weird weapons. Just uh, what, about what about what about the laptop gun in perfect dark? Yeah, didn't it turn into a little turret, as I recall. Yeah, you could plunk, turn it into a little turret, or you could just walk around with a laptop and then like <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't insanely powerful. Yeah, it was just a bit weird though. Like, and it took ages to reload. And yeah, if my laptop tried to do that, it just fucking blue screen to death. I could see the idea behind it, but it just, just weird. Just... Why, why? It's like three different things in one. Why not just have a laptop gun that turns laptop on a gun? It doesn't have to do a sentry mode as well. That could well, be another gun. I suppose it's the second biggest mistake the Perfect Dark series did after Perfect Dark, Dark Zero. Oh, wait, it's ultra motion blur. Oh, makes me makes me nauseous just thinking about it. That was a weird weapon. Motion blur. What else have we got? The experimental uh, Merv, M-I-R-V, from Fallout series. <laughs> it's a fat man, but instead of firing one nuke, it fires seven or eight. That's weird. <laughs> right, yeah, um... I fired that in close range before, it doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> On this podcast, we called them Thick Boys. Uh... <laughs> 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 but yeah, I think I remember using that. Remember that you get those giant super mutants? I used it on him, but it just launched him into the stratosphere, like, oh. Not going to be looting him, though. <laughs> See you later. Yeah, it's just expensive as well, isn't it? Because, like, the mini-nukes are 
expensive to keep hold of anyway, and it fires seven of them in one go. You're like, oh. Yeah, it was a bit ludicrous, wasn't it? <clears throat> ludicrous. Yeah, it wasn't ludicrous. It was just ludicrous. <laughs> it wasn't famous uh, hip-hop style ludicrous. Speaking of launches, what about the um, the cow launcher, South Park 64? I've never actually played that one. No, what, neither have I. I, I, I that what was, was Google, it? that was. It's a South Park game. But well, it was in that weird, was weird stage where they did, like, you know, where they try and make... 2D things, 3D. Oh, so it all yes. looks like horrible. I put 64 and... in a title. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 64 in a title. Apparently, Doom 64 is a really good version of Doom. Yeah, I'm talking about Doom now, at the moment. It's on Switch as well for three quid. If it wasn't absolutely broke, I might buy it. But uh, maybe on payday. <clears throat> but yeah, say I'm, I've seen footage of that South Park game, now you mention it. Yeah, it's just a, it's basically an RPG, but instead of a grenade, it fired a cow. Yeah. <laughs> I love how, uh, just fired a cow. <laughs> it's like Lloyd Grossman or something there, right? <laughs> Instead of an RPG, it fires a cow. Oregano. <laughs> Oregano. Yeah. Oregano. In America, that's how they say oregano. Why do they say that? Oregano. They say oregano. Well, these cilantro. Are the, <laughs> these are the same people who have a semi-corral instead of a truck car park. No offence to our American listeners. Truck we know we love you. Truck car park. We don't, even have a, we don't even have a truck car park. Yeah, we do. It's called the services. <laughs> yeah, they did. They exist, yeah. We can I, go to those... Yeah, but we're a truck showers. park, not a truck car park. <laughs> <laughs> truck park, yeah, you're right. I always watched a lorry re- re- reverse into a lamppost at Charnock Richard Services. That was fucking cool. <laughs> Sorry, uh, a bit of an aside for you there. Uh, what's next? Um, what about the... You know, it's semi-corral, sorry. Yeah, yeah. There was clown people running around and guide the lorries into where they were supposed to park. <laughs> like an airport? No, like in a rodeo. <laughs> what the fuck are you on about? If you watch a rodeo, there's like the bull running about and there's those clowns that run around and like distract it from doing stuff. <laughs> So they have them at, like, semi-corrals, guiding, like, rogue lorries into the right spaces. It's due okay. Lorries are driven by people. They're not, like, <laughs> wild beasts. <laughs> Prove it. <laughs> I think Stu's right. They might be wild beasts. <laughs> the ones that drive have a person riding them like a horse. Yeah, exactly. But if he loses control, whoa, there, boy! And the truck just goes right off the road. <laughs> Yeah, when you get in there, it's like, go, boah. <laughs> you have to stroke its steering wheel. <laughs> Maybe it hasn't got a steering wheel. Maybe when you get on it, it's just got reins. Yeah. Like a horse. Yeah. yeah. And, you and have a to... saddle. And it's like... <laughs> you, have <to> feed... <laughs> you have to go and feed it a carrot through its grill every now and again and stroke, stroke its lights. Maybe they eat meat. Well, you've seen that oh, documentary that was maybe. on the classic Family Guy, weren't you, about the, the fire trucks? Oh, that's on the other night, that was. Yeah. I proper lolled. The ambulances must a, wait yeah. their turn. The fire truck is a solitary predator. <laughs> Beats a deer to death with its ladders. <laughs> I think she's right. Trucks are creatures. Hashtag, cr- hashtag trucks are creatures. We need to re- replace Ryan's hashtag foxes don't have two tails sooner or later. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be around for a while, that one. Yeah, it's, it's up there with Thick Boys as the classic Shark Selects meme. Anyway. Anyway, should we list a couple more and then see what our wonderful yeah, listeners yeah. Have, uh, have to say? Got a few here. Fucking 1887s on Modern Warfare. Ugh. They weren't weird. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they who were. Takes, who takes? Who takes? A gun into a war that's over like 150 years old. Yeah. Why you... would you take a re- 1887 repeating rifle into a war? Because the so, 
badass. And let alone that, fucking akimbo them. Yeah. Like, why would you run around with two? Yeah. Like when there's someone with like just an M4 over there that could just gun you down. Ryan's right. Running around with you. two fucking repeating <laughs> repeating rifles like you're some fucking bellend. Ryan's right because <laughs> the the the, ti- the clue is in the title of the game, isn't it, Ryan? Modern warfare. Would you say? Yeah. Modern warfare, not 1887 warfare. Yeah, not cowboy warfare. Yeah. That's Red Dead Redemption for you. Yeah, it's true. Anyway, <clears throat> time splitters, shrink ray, injector gun. <laughs> Two different guns said at the same time. <laughs> this is very businesslike, Ryan. <laughs> shrink ray, injector gun, time splitters. Boom. Pish, bash, bash. Yeah. What makes you shrink? What makes you blow up? Weird, <laughs> weird weapons. See if you can guess which one's which. Yeah. Fair enough. Shall we... Uh... Ratchet and Clank tornado launcher. Basically form tornadoes on target. Does what it says on the tin. Yeah. Weird weapon. <laughs> Bioshock firing bees out your hands. Yeah. That was a weird, weird one. Weapon. <laughs> that weird weapon. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan's gone to bureaucrat mode again. Yes. He's stamp out. He's ticking, he's ticking boxes. Yeah. 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 Blitzkrieg, Dead Rising 2. What's that do? Weird that, weapon. That is... A weird weapon? It's um, four miniguns strapped onto a wheelchair. And That's you ride cool. on the wheelchair. That's cool. Weird weapon. Fish backpack. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. We happy with that? There's yeah. another one as well. There, oh, yeah, no. we'll finish on the K9000 Cyberdog from Fallout New Vegas. Go ahead. It's a dog brain in a gun. All right, I'm sold. Yeah, so it, and it used to alert you when there was people you couldn't see because it could smell, it could sense them. That wasn't the brain of the dog that followed you around, was it? Dog brain. Because I like that dog. You had a robot dog, didn't you, in New Vegas? I don't know. I can't remember. You got it off the eldest man. Oh, yeah. Cyber dog. 9,000. It was just a machine. Dog brain in a machine gun. It used to warn you about stuff. I wonder if you if you, you could pet it. Oh, it'd be so cute, wouldn't it? And then just fires a bullet randomly and blows your fireplace up. Well, uh, one last one. The Carnage shotgun in Borderlands. Have you ever came across one of them? Borderlands. 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 <laughs> Borderlands. It shoots rockets instead of bullets as a shotgun. Yeah, that's weird. So is it like a spread of rockets? Yeah. Fuck that. That would be fucking chaos. Mm-hmm. Like the experimental Merv, the thick boy. Yeah. What else have we got down here? There's a couple more there. you got all the time splitters. You could have a brick. Yes. I remember the brick. That was a pretty cool weapon. Well, you, do, you could get a... If you got a headshot, you did kill him instantly. That reminds me of the uh, potatoes in Call of Duty 2, when you could throw them at the commissar's face and he just didn't even flinch. That guy was a fucking beast. He could have won the war himself. <laughs> do not waste these potatoes. They are worth more than you. Because it just bounces off his face. <laughs> um, And what about Gabe Logan's dick? Gay Blogan's dick, a.k.a. the, <laughs> the taser. <laughs> <laughs> he makes you dance for half an hour and sets your ass on fire. So am I saying Gay Blogan or Gay Blogan? Gabriel Logan. Gabe Logan. What are you thinking of? Gay Blogan. That's what you sort of said, Gabe Logan. <laughs> what are you trying to say? Yeah, exactly. Gay Blogan. Yeah, Gabe Logan. You were right, Ryan. Gay. All right, come on, come on. Let's just move on to what what people responses. Ryan's lost it, mate. All right, so, well, it's that part of the podcast again. I think we need to say it in the official capacity. What time is it, Ryan? What? People. Responses. Oh, yes. The point where you, our lovely listeners, write into the podcast with your ideas and things. So, first up, 
Stu, do you want to kick us off? Waffling Taylors said Saints Row 2 had a mission where he had to use a literal poop cannon. He did. He had to drive around in that horrible truck. Oh, yeah. Firing shit out of it all over the... It was sanitation missions, wasn't it? That was it. I remember that, yeah. Department of Desanitation. Uh, GTA Vice City had the uh, adult toys that you found in the police station. Yeah. Um, but the Smash Bros. hammer made it look like you were on the mixture of meth and high-dose uh, Kettering. Oh, Ket. <laughs> Fair enough, yeah. All good mentions. Uh, yeah. Thanks for writing in with that one. That's a good one. Who wants to go next? Who wants to read another yeah. one? Lit Game in Arena said that they, it was uh, weird but kind of awesome, the dubstep gun in Saints Row. That's true. If he's got it as his phone uh, ringtone. It's all right. It's all right. Oh, there we oh go. I did have anyway. Our friend Irish Tom at Thomas K underscore H. Anyone remember the Punisher from Saints Row the Third? Was that the dildo bat the Punisher was, wasn't it? Because Stu's put who could forget with a little slobbery face next to him. <laughs> oh, which one was the Punisher then? <clears throat> He's just tired, bro. Oh, maybe he means the penetrator, yeah? Mm. I mean, fair enough. I mean, it's easy to get muddled up when you think of big, strong weapons like that, right? Uh, another one, we've got Miss the Mr. John Corr, Decliner of Plague, uh, and of course, uh, yeah. co-host of Seth Green. Green. So yeah, Seth Green himself. Uh, Seth Green stunt double, to be fair. <laughs> Who is, of course, uh, at the the Mr. John Corr on Twitter. So it's probably another human being as a hammer, either that or a crab claws from... And he says Gorn? What does Gorn stand for? Um, a game called Gorn. No, oh, it's actually called Gorn. I mean, crab yeah. claws would be a cool weapon in real life. I'd be down with that. So if we are game, we have to like, fight in like, a gladiator oh, pit thing. Yeah, crab claw. What do you thought I was saying? Crack whores. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, yeah, and you've got another human being as a hammer's gun as well. That's Jesus replied, crab claws, you say. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, fair enough. I, mean, I would love crab claws as a weapon in real life, wouldn't you, Ryan? Crack claws. No, crab claws. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why not, yeah. Fair enough. Only one, though. I wouldn't want two crab claws. You'd be a bit goose then, wouldn't you? Well, true. Do you want to read another one here? Yeah. Uh, Grief Burrito at Grief Burrito which I assume is coming from Has because uh, obviously his good co-host Seth Green's already put something on there uh, he says I always loved the yellow snowball or the alien dancing ray from South Park 64 <coughs> so you have the yellow snowball that's grim um, I talk about the dancing aliens though oh yeah there was loads in there loads of weird rappers in South Park well that's just South Park all over isn't it yeah true especially at this point where they were really into the merchandising and everything you don't yeah. see as much of it these days but back in the late 90s fucking hell yeah all them teddies you could get of them and stuff yeah uh, Arcade Adriano says uh, Candy Floss as a sword in the Amiga classic Weird Dream he <laughs> uh, said it was perfect for swatting away giant giant killer wasp and it was it's well worth watching a quick walkthrough of the game it's insane fair shout that does sound quite humorous I think all the games had some really funny ideas didn't they really you could probably get away with more, couldn't you? <clears throat> right, okay. Stu, do you want to read a couple? Groovatron from Ratchet and Clank. That's uh, at New Dad Gaming said. Okay, yeah, Groovatron. That sounds similar it to the dubstep. Dance, yeah. Fair enough, that sounds all right. I'm down with that. Um, <clears throat> all hands on deck. All hands on D said he's uh, so plain, 
I just normally use what's offered to me in games. I suppose you could say all the Keyblades in Kingdom Hearts. I preferred the Pirate Keyblade, even over the Ultimate Keyblade. I didn't even know there was more than one, to be honest. Do you keep them all on the key ring? Uh, yeah. <laughs> carrying that around with you. Yeah, but all jangling about like an early 2000s musher with like a chain and all that shit. Bike going. chain, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, anyone for Seconds Podcast? As, uh, was that their apps as well? I just like to check the apps on these things. Weren't sure we're giving people full exposure. Any one podcast, that is. Uh, anything in Dead Rising 2? Special shout out to the Drill Bucket and Paddle Saw. Oh, shit. Yeah, I remember the Paddle Saw. Two chainsaws uh, attached to a canoe or wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. There's loads of them. I just wanted to put the wheelchair one on because I thought it was quite funny. Yeah, it wasn't the Drill Bucket um, where you literally put a bucket on the head and drill into it or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Oh, I had a drill on the top of it, something like that. Yeah, something grim, wasn't it? Fair enough. Uh, Geek Exploration Podcast said uh, he's weirdly satisfied to whack the shit out of zombies with the frying pan in Dead Rising. All the crazy weapons in that game, it was my clear favourite. Just a regular old frying pan. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, if you want to embrace the frying pan life, I mean, Fortnite's made a billion off it. They actually tried to sue another game for having a frying pan in it. <laughs> PUBG oh was it PUBG was it yeah. one, of, one of them cunts wasn't it <laughs> wow <laughs> yeah it's, it's like, uh, you can't have a frying pan in your game that's our thing fuck off it's a fucking frying pan Witcher 3 had a frying pan in it you had to go rescue it for an old lady you get it in Fable as well yeah as well yeah, yeah. yeah. I just mentioned it about five minutes no ago. it's true yeah. <laughs> don't you throw your phone at my laptop Ryan you behave yourself <laughs> right so next up uh, Geeks Freaks Podcast at Geek Freaks Pod, uh, they agree with um, with many that Saints Row Four takes the cake with the dildo bet, and they've got a screenshot of it in action as well, just to uh, ha- really hammer it home. But it looks like the guy isn't trying to shield he's himself. He's bending over, isn't he? Yeah, he's ready for it. He's like, "Come on, then, get it over and done with." I was going to hit you with it, mate. Oh, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> That's what I meant. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, fair enough. Is that all of them? Hmm? Is that all of them? No, I don't believe there no. is. It's one oh, like, Priest, yeah, the Dark Lord of YouTube Gaming, at NDFX underscore artist. Uh, oh, God yeah. of War, there was some milk junk you could get that turns Kratos into a cow outfit. <laughs> okay, that sounds quite funny. Oh, yeah. Does he moo? Yeah. <laughs> you just made that up. Yes. <laughs> Rated G for Gamers podcast at Rated G for Gamers. So the shark gun for armed and dangerous is pretty wild. Which, yeah, as we discussed, any any gun that involves sharks is a winner, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Code, LG, at ALJ Code, uh, f- says, uh, what about the um, bucket of lava in Minecraft? Yeah, I never played much of it, but that sounds fucking lethal. Yeah, you just place yeah, it on the ground. It's particularly it? destructive, though, especially if, like, you went to somebody's house and just poured the fucking bucket <laughs> You can't get rid of it easily, can you? No, yeah, you have to block them all you have up. To find the source and then, like, <laughs> and scoop it so, out. Crank that somebody did. It's just um, got got some lava, put it dead high up on above someone's house, <laughs> like in a nicely contained glass square, and then it was scaffolding all the way underneath. So, and then that scaffolding was right in the middle of their base. <laughs> so, as soon as you knocked that away, it'd get rid of all the scaffolding. You'd look up, and then there'd be. Uh, lava pouring from really high up, dead slowly down to you. And oh, there's no way you good. can stop it without diverting it or getting to the source block. 
You'd... But it'd still fall down really slowly and then just destroy your whole house. So pe- <laughs> people's imaginations, man. That's fantastic. That is very funny. I would say people's imaginations are the most lethal weapon of all. Uh, Yemi at Yemi the Ferret says purple giant dildo from Saints Row 4. Enough said. That is true. But we have said a yeah, lot about that. It does we? carry on to say, though, that the secret unicorn gun from Red Faction that shoots rainbows out of its ass was weirder. Yeah, I think Yemi's on the level, isn't he? I think he's uh, he's got his mind is geared into Shark Select. Maybe too much. He might need um, he might need help. Uh, Kalinto uh, at Ivy Tamwood987. So, so have you seen the weird-ass weapons they put into Final Fantasy and League? Lol. Yep, yeah, uh, we have indeed. That ball that kills mosquitoes, which a Daikatana can't kill. Uh, for instance, uh, League I don't know much about, I'll be honest with you. Just Lots, lots of massive swords and stuff, aren't they? Yeah, fair. Like, like Monster Hunter. Yeah. Fair enough. Right, what else have we got? Have we missed anyone? Let's have a look. I think that's everyone, isn't it? Is that everyone? Are we happy? Stu, happy that's yeah, everyone. That's it, yeah. Yeah. Well, we got a lot of feedback this week. Thank you very much, everybody. Greatly appreciated. We're always happy for any feedback from our listeners, apart from complaints, which we aren't happy about. <laughs> if you have any complaints, please uh, write a handwritten le- letter to the Wizard's Tower, and it'll be dealt with by them. They don't have the internet. They think it's for millennials. They think it's for um, screen time, snowflake, and safe space. <laughs> As discussed in the drip tray. Uh, so that's just a little more sneaky Patreon advertising put in there. <laughs> so that was the main feature and what people responses, which brings us on to one of our personal favourite parts of the podcast. It's time for the Wizard's Tower, um, in which it is now canon that we just cut to the Wizards and we don't have to worry about that anymore. Okay, here we go. We're going to cut to the Wizards now. Somewhere in the dark and nasty regions, where nobody goes, stands the wizard's tower. Deep within this dank and uninviting place, works Shard Select. Hello. Overworked employees of the wizards upstairs. Stuart, milk me. But that's nothing compared to horrors that lurk beneath the trash door. Because there's always shit games down there. In the dark. Waiting to come out. I see you've cut to us in a really straightforward manner. Well, the, no, no. They played the intro for us. That is true. I forgot about that. There is a new intro as performed and edited by Stuart and Ryan. It's beautiful. Well done, everybody, who had a part in that. I'm Master Fenring, and I'm in charge of the Witch's Tower. Oh, sorry, are we boring you, Master Cumrag? Oh, I was up all night looking after the cum-humunculuses again. The cumunculuses? Oh, I told you to get rid of those things. They cost a fortune. What about you, Master Wizard? Are you okay? Yes, yes, I was up all night uh, defeating the Outsider. 
Oh, the bloody outside. The one of Dishonored. Mm. What did he want? No, uh, Fuck what knows. Did, what did to, yeah, nobody knows what he wants. Uh, I just killed him. Oh, fair play. I've been hoarding toilet roll. The wizard's tower is full of it. There's so much hand sanitizer in the, in our main chamber that is leaking out of the, the slit-like chimney at the top. <laughs> like a clear fluid dripping out of the tip. Yes, if you will, if you will. Uh, people keep saying I shouldn't do it in the time of Karen, but I don't know what that means. But there we go. <laughs> And now, let us talk in the voices of our idiots who work in the shed down below, so it sounds like it's part of their podcast. <laughs> right, that was good, wasn't it? Did you just cast Paralysis again? Yeah, sorry, I can't move. But I have got the right voice now. Uh, I might just rag all down the stairs after we've done this review, so I'd better get it out of the way. Uh, who wants to go first? I can go. Go ahead, Master Wizard, what have you got for us? Aragami. Okay. Can we do this one? <laughs> We've talked about it, I've not reviewed it in the tower. Yeah, because you had a meltdown about it, because Craig cut you off that time. Yeah, that's true. Oh, was it last week? You had an absolute yeah. BF about it. <laughs> oh, right, I can't remember if I put it in. You had a class A hissing fit. <laughs> Alright, then I will do Ben and Ed. What? Ben and Ed. That's what I will do. <laughs> uh, it's alright. What order are you going to do with me? First Ben, then Ed. <laughs> so it's an indie game. Came out in 2015. Developed by Slugify. Publisher Slugify. Developed and published by, even. And Ben is a little child. And Ed is a zombie. Ben found Ed as the zombie. <laughs> and they became best friends. It's weird. And then there's what it's turned into instead is after the zombie apocalypse. So Ed is still still around and surviving. But what is what they've done is captured this evil host of a TV program, captured Ben and put him in a cage, and then forces Ed to chase after him and get him, like and free him because he wants to and he has to go through these like horrible contraptions and spikes and razors and lasers and whatever and you can lose your limbs and obviously you can survive and carry on running so you can like pull your own head off and throw it and then roll around as a head or reconnect to your body again and carry on so yeah there you go Ben and Ed it's a bit weird it was like a 2D platform I think no it's 3D if you think of, if you kind of think of Happy Wheels, but instead you're playing as a zombie, <coughs> it's like side scrolling. No, it's full 3D platforming, running gun, like oh. just running forwards through um, puzzles and stuff. Like, it's hard to explain without actually looking at it. We have to check it out. It's all right. I've put a few hours into it. Where would you rate it on the Wizard's Tower, right? Oh, he's still here. You know, he's not said a word for ages. <laughs> I'm fucking terrified. I don't want to say it. You know, you know <laughs> looking at me like a fucking mine. <laughs> I've, been, I've been hiding from you. You're terrifying. <laughs> Go on. What do you rate it? Uh, I'd say it was good, but it was, it's difficult. It's one of them try and try again things. You know, look at the draw. You, if you can jump over the... I guess it's kind of like Super Meat Boy. 
but 3D. So, like, if you're lucky enough to jump over the circular saw and then dive under the lasers that'll cut you in half <clears throat> the 10th time in a row or the first time. Ah, uh, so it's a bit and of a bit of luck and a bit of skill. Yeah. Fair enough. So your final score on the wizard's tier is? Uh, it's it's all right. It wasn't really my cup of tea. Um, I'll stick it in meh. Yeah. That's a fair. bit harsh, but it didn't really gel with me for a bit. Fucking shady. No, that's fair. That's fair. Stu, do you want to go next? Yeah, I'll do... Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Ori and Will of the Wisps. Okay. The 2D puzzly platformer thing. Yeah. Um... But like, it's like, looks really nice. Like, the graphics are ace on it. It looks like a cartoon type thing. Yeah, so how does it play then? So, you just have to, like, time... It's like a jump timing type thing. You have to try and work out where you've got to go and then unlock different abilities and then go back on yourself. So it's a bit like a Metroidvania. <laughs> okay, yeah. Metroidvania, eh? Um, yeah. I was going to ask you, who published Microsoft Studios, I think. Oh, sweet. Because I know the first one was really popular, so I know people are getting very excited over the second one. Yeah, no, it's pretty good. Not as much as they have been about fucking Animal Crossing, but... Oh, oh, well, fuck, I don't know what Fuck Animal Crossing. <laughs> fuck Animal Crossing, says right. <laughs> fuck Animal Crossing. I'm not giving money to a raccoon. <laughs> it's just furry heaven, isn't it? What's the one that everyone bums like that? Is it a dog lady or something? The one that everyone bums. <laughs> oh god not like physically yeah not physically what, go on to you what's the one everyone bums go on it's like a dog lady isn't it a dog lady it wears like a jumper or something oh yeah it's Isabel she's Doom Guy's mate now isn't she it's canon Doom Guy's mate yeah yeah because Doom and Animal Crossing have been doing a load of cross cross marketing <laughs> for some reason like oh, on the they came level. out on the same day yeah so now they're like best mates is well weird <laughs> I think they were announced together to be extras on Smash a while back as well, weren't they? That's how it first started. They were like, like Doom started tweeting Animal Crossing and vice versa, sharing memes. It's like, what the fuck? That was quite good. I like that. Um, speaking of Doom, quickly. Oh, no, I'll do it at the end, actually. Do it at the end. Remind me at the end. All right, mate. Um, so tell us more about Ori then, Stu. Um... What else is to say? You have a little owl friend that gets lost, you know, so you've got to try and find. Fair play. Well, you know, there's not much else you don't know what you can say. Well, how would you rate it? Um, I mean, it's <coughs> fun to play, like like learning the puzzles and unlocking new stuff. Um, I can't say that I'd ever complete it or anything. Um, so I'd probably put it... Good. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. That's yeah. fair. Nice... I recommend it try. If you've got Game Pass, download it, give it a try. Yes. What's it called? Ori and the what? Will of the Wisp, I think it is, isn't it? Yeah. That's a nice positive review from Stu. That's lovely, that was Stu. Thank you. And uh, I did have something else planned, but when Ryan was talking about Ben and Ed, then another game came into my mind that I really want to talk about. It's one that all three of us have enjoyed in the past. Published uh, by Sony in 2007 for the PS3. Developed by Idle Minds. It is P-A-I-N. 
Oh, yeah, pain. Oh, yes. Remember this one, Stu? Yeah, super oosh. Super oosh, that's the one. This is a game where you can have David Hasselhoff as an unlockable character. And um, basically, you just had to ragdoll uh, your character into things to cause maximum chaos. Yeah, and you could oosh things. Yeah, super move your Move your body, jerk it around a bit. Yeah, how many how many jerkies did you have? It's just it's like, like five, I think. Yeah, because you kind of just slightly steer him, couldn't you? Like someone just slapped him mid-air, in mid-air yeah. like, in a random direction. <laughs> it's just a really fun ragdoll and physics game, wasn't it? was. You could like knock towers down, make cars crash, smash them through plates of glass and stuff. It was brutal. It's just very funny where you could do it as David Hasselhoff as well, wasn't it? 2007, that wasn't launch, was it, for PS? It was quite early though, I think. Yeah, I think it was. Was it six? PS3? Yeah, because it was like a year after the 360, at least, wasn't it? Yeah, it's one of the only games I ever played on that PlayStation. <laughs> yeah, I didn't rate the PS3. Oh, I, was, I mean, I listened to our console tearing episode for a bit of an insight on my thoughts on the PS3, but <laughs> it was almost. I did uh, get the, one of the, my first uh, YouTube uploads was uh, a replay from Pain. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, I'm like, I managed to do like a trick shot where I. I went ass first <laughs> and hit a guy that was driving like a floor buffer car things. Yeah. <laughs> hit him on the back of the head ass first and he was like stood up, like waved his arms about for a bit, then just like slumped off the side of it. Like saying, hey, fuck you, man. What <laughs> the fuck, man? What the fuck? <laughs> I mean, in terms of it, 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 it wasn't the deepest game ever made, but in terms of entertainment, it was up there, wasn't it? We, we we all had a laugh with pain. Had a good theme tune as well. P N I N like that, wasn't it? P-N-I-N. Pain. Maybe we should uh, just uh, lace it into the podcast here. Yeah. But yeah, I would say I'd probably rate that as good as well. We had a good laugh with it, didn't we? It wasn't necessarily a, a Craig game, as you guys would say, but uh, it was good fun. I enjoyed it. So I'd say it was good. And there you go. There you go. There you go. So now let's go back to our normal voices again. <laughs> Another lovely episode of The Wizard's Tower. Oh no. Oh fuck, the paralysis spell. Oh, I'm falling. <laughs> right, now that cunt's gone. Party. have a brew? <laughs> ah, put the kettle on. I'll shut the door. <laughs> Lock you out. Yeah. Little do they know I've got two property developers going up there to do a survey shortly. <laughs> They'd better not be man donutting again, let me tell you. Back to the podcast. <laughs> Thanks, Master Fenric. Uh, that was that, that was all right, wasn't it, Ryan? That made a bit more sense, didn't it? Yeah. Now they've stopped using confusing mind spells to confuse things. Yeah. I think it's time we uh, round it out then, to be honest. But before we do... Very quickly, if you go on Twitter at the moment, at Shout Select Pod, as mentioned earlier, we're currently running the Choose Your Own Adventure. Yeah. How 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 much engagement have we had on this? Quite a bit. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, there we go then. Uh, I think my favourite bit so far is the Pootaloo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> An innocent typo that has become something very fun. And of course, the Raven. There's a Raven there. I like Ravens. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Go on Twitter, feel free to join in with that. Your vote counts. You help steer the narrative. Uh, I'm kind of voting too, because I want to try and steer my own narrative. I'm voting as well. (laughs) Uh, Ryan, you want to mention something briefly about Doom before we... Yeah, so I was playing Dishonored 2 last night, Death of the Outsider, and um, it got to the part where Stu sent something 
with the, the Doom music on. Oh, yeah. So from then on, I might try it, but it's for you guys out there listening, all three of you. Um, It's a new difficulty for any game that's first person. The Doom difficulty. So okay. you have to put Doom music on, <laughs> and then you have to run through it as fast as you can, killing everybody. Yeah. So, enough. like, you could do it on Dishonored, but it would be fucking rock hard. It would. You could do it, <laughs> and, like, say Skyrim, straight at the start of the game, put the music on, <laughs> and just, like, Go run, and punch run that dragon it, in the face. Get, get to Whitehall and just keep killing everybody. <laughs> just keep going as long as you can. I'd love to see that done in an Elder Scrolls game. Yeah, like, put fantastic. the music on, like, and whatever. I'm not singing what, the music, it, but, you know. Terror, E1, M1. Well, yeah. either, either either or, you could do M1, E1 on repeat and then just the way you go, just running around all of Skyrim, <laughs> killing everybody. The guards are coming. <laughs> oh, you can't, you can glory kill people on Skyrim as well. Yeah, then just kill everybody. So I might try it later. Oh, yeah, give it a whirl. I think if you do that, I need to record it then. Yeah, whoever yeah, does yeah. it, put it on YouTube. <laughs> please, please Skyrim put it on YouTube. Skyrim Doom difficulty. <laughs> Sky Doom. Yeah. Or Doom Rim. You could, there's, there's Skyrim. Dishonored. Um, it only really works with first-person yeah. shooters. Games which so you, you could would do expect with the, to play a style. You could really, do Outer Worlds. Yep, yeah, you could do Prey. Yeah. <laughs> Prey, you'll last five seconds. <laughs> if you will, funny. Run up to the first Typhon and try and punch it. Game over. Oh, shit. Try Alien Isolation. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. All right, you're going down, Alien. Just run at it with a um, pistol. <laughs> What's the worst thing? Oh, it killed me again. That's a great idea, Ryan. I love it. We should copyright that. Mm-hmm. Doom difficulty. As supplied by Shark Select. All right, Ryan, it's your favourite time of the podcast. Round us out, motherfucker. All right, so, uh, yeah, I'm Shark Select Ryan. You can find me on Twitter at Shark Select Ryan. And that's it, really. That's where you can find me. I'm not on anything else. <laughs> I'm on Instagram, but I don't use it, so there's no point using that one. Um, You can... Next to me is uh, Winstall. Hiya. Uh... Have you changed it yet? No. <laughs> So you can find him on Twitter at Winstolf with an O, or you can go on his website www.winstolf.portal.blog. Yeah. Winstolfportal.blog with a zero. zero instead yeah. of an O. That's right. Uh, change your Twitter handle right now. I need to go to the browser. Do it on your phone. I can't do it on my phone. Yes, you, you can. Do it in browser. You can do it on your phone. I'm pretty sure you can't. You can because I've never used Twitter on anything else but my phone, so you can. Um, <laughs> anyway. If you want to get older, Stuart, he is at Digestive One on Twitter, but he mainly just uses a Shark Select pod yep. Twitter handle. So if you wanted to get hold of him, just contact him on there. Uh, so we've been Shark Select. You can find us at um, what? So you're too slow, aren't you? Winstoff with an O has been taken. Winstoff with a zero has been taken. Message him, tell him to fucking change his name. <laughs> I think he'll find there's only one Winstall. <laughs> <laughs> there could be only one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we've been Shark Select uh, Podcast. You can find us at Twitter, Shark Select Pod. Instagram, Shark Select Pod. All of the socials, really. YouTube. Just search for Shark Select on and Google. Don't and forget. Turn up. And we're also, we're also on Patreon. www.patreon.com slash Shark Select. Sign up today. See you later. Thank you, Ryan. That was really nice. Thank you, Ryan. All right, I'm off to go and donut myself in the in the, in the bedroom again. Again, uh, it's been a lovely time. Stay safe, Stu. Stop by the Bog Road. Yep. See you in a bit. Bye. Peace. We're gonna stop recording now. See you in a bit. <laughs>